Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Hi everybody. It's another Monday. I know we're doing this every second Monday now, so hopefully you didn't miss us too much, but we'll reevaluate, so don't worry. Like it might not be a forever thing if you're pissed off. Yeah, everyone <laughs> fucking hates us. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I feel like honestly it, it has given me such a almost breath of fresh air to like really provide good content. Yeah. You know, like I really did some digging today and I feel like I'm excited to record this one yeah I I agree and also it made me realize like how the heck did we do that every single week for like two years (laughs) I feel like I I mean there was a few times that we missed out but like for the most part I know we're pretty good we went a little too crazy I feel like we exhausted so many good topics such early on you know I know (laughs) frag redo uh... should we just redo them (laughs) just kidding that would be painful but, but yeah, okay, so today we're going to talk a little bit about imposter syndrome. To be honest, for so long, I always thought this was just a Lex issue because I was like, I don't feel like an imposter, but like reading more and more into it, I was like, holy shit, I was <laughs> I think a lot of people probably have had this and I have, I'll go through a few times in my life, but I feel like in multiple instances in my life, in multiple yeah. different scenarios, I've okay. experienced this and so I feel like other people probably also. Oh yeah, I feel like a lot of people in our age group right now are experiencing it too where you're in the limbo of you might be semi like you might be you've started your career maybe you're a couple years into your career or you're coming out of university I feel like there's many different experiences of imposter syndrome around that time or you're you think you're 12 you might be married now I don't know who knows but before we do that we'll do our gratitude moment as we do so Lex I'll let you go first if you got one um, she looks like she's blanking. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I got one. If you need me to go, no, first. it's okay. I'm grateful. Well, am I grateful for it? I guess I don't know. I went to the football game. Oh yeah. Um, last weekend, mm-hmm. and it was a fun time, and I'm grateful that it was open. But then also, I'm like, am I grateful? Because like, you're like, did we, I do a do it? Did I do a? Did I make a mistake? <laughs> did I get COVID? But. I think for the most part, I felt like I had fun and it was really good to see some friends and just like be in an atmosphere like that again, because it was very missed and I hadn't been in a few years. And yeah, I don't know. I know that COVID's not fully gone, but I just enjoy myself. So whatever. (laughs) No, I think a lot of people are in this limbo spot with that too where you've been vaccinated and then the delta is just kind of you're like well what does this you know yeah. what, what are the implications but i also but, just don't want to keep sitting at home not doing anything right? yeah so, i don't know i had a good time so i'm grateful that i was able to go on and go enjoy and that. do that activity nice that is a good one um okay well i mean i went to a wedding this past weekend so i don't know if that's any better than going to a football game <laughs> so i mean there wasn't thirty thousand people there <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> Fair. Probably a little better. <laughs> Fair, but um, I'm grateful for ABBA. Oh. Because nothing gets a crowd going, going. like some ABBA, yeah. you know? Like, nothing feels good. Nothing. There's nothing you want to, like, belt on the top of your lungs than a good ABBA tune. That's right? a good point. Dang, me and Sean just RSVP'd to a wedding, and you had to write a song request, <gasps> and we fucked up. We probably should have done an ABBA song. That's actually such a fun thing uh, to have to write a song request to the... Yeah. What, what did you write? Uh, I don't remember. Sean picked it. Probably some pitbull. No, it was like... 
Okay. Like, Ava White or something. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. But nothing, like, the crowd just fucking screams things, Ava. It's yeah. so fun. I love it. I like that a lot. Good times, good times. Okay, so. Getting into the nitty gritty. Let's talk about imposter some imposter syndrome. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It sounds like it should be a Twilight Zone thing, right? Like, you're just, like, mm-hmm. having it. It sounds like an out-of-body experience. It does. Maybe it is for some people. That's true, <laughs> that's true. But honestly, if you don't know what it is, it's basically just, like, feeling like a phony yeah which always like made me confused when you said that because i was like what do you mean you feel like a phony like and i guess it's in like different contexts but like reading more and more like my feeling like a phony i read a little bit about it was comes with um like like academic knowledge Mm -hmm. and so like i thought it was just like feeling like a phony in your everyday life yeah like like i don't know but i guess we, like, I'll let you get into the nitty-gritty first of how you, it makes yeah. you feel. In the yeah, so basically, like, it's almost like as if at any time, like, people are going to realize that you're a fraud or that you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, like, you don't... It basically is the feeling, like, you don't belong where you are yeah. or that you only got there because of luck or something. So, mm-hmm. like, it can affect really anybody. And it doesn't matter, like, you know, your social status or your work background, your skill level, your degree, whatever. Your like, it age. doesn't matter. Like, you could literally be, like, a doctor that went yeah. to school and, like, got straight A's all through medical school and passed your, you know, residency, like, with flying colors. And, like, you still could feel like, oh, my God, what the hell am I doing? Like, I can't believe I'm in charge mm-hmm. of people's lives. Like, yeah. it's kind of like that feeling, right? So I've had this feeling, like, a lot, I feel like, in my life in different times. Um like, it can be as simple as this. Like, I have experienced imposter syndrome, like, within a friend group before. Oh, really? Because I felt like, oh, my God, like, I don't belong. Like, people just, like, think that I'm just, like, a tag along kind of. Like, I just kind of felt like people were going to be like, oh, like, she's not cool. Like, you'll be found out. <laughs> yeah. Kicked out of the group. <laughs> exactly. Okay, like, people okay. would realize that I wasn't, like, confident and that I didn't feel like I fit in kind mm-hmm, of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's also manifested a lot in you know work obviously like especially being like kind of like a business owner and like working for myself and like doing these things i'm like oh my god people are paying me money to do Mm -hmm. this like is this really worth money like you know what i mean like it makes me nervous because i'm just like people think that i'm just this like expert on like social media and stuff and like obviously i have a lot more knowledge than like other people do but to me it doesn't seem like it's that impressive yeah no other people are like oh my god you're such a whiz and i'm like what the fuck no i'm not so i think it's just like constantly like undermining my achievements and my mm-hmm. skills because yeah. i don't think that it's impressive but then like other people think and then i'm like oh god they think that i'm like not giving they think the that value. i'm better than i am yeah yeah yeah. Thing, yeah is basically what it is and like even another example i thought of that this is like could be so small is like going to the gym mm-hmm. like you can feel imposter syndrome mm-hmm. at the gym because you're like working out and you're like oh my god like i don't actually know much about fitness and people are gonna be like that girl does not belong here like what are you doing that's such a good point because i totally get that when you're in the like co-ed section of the gym when i'm doing like something that i've been like say squats or something and say like i do know i know the proper form and i've been doing them for years and years and years but i get imposter syndrome around men because i'm like for some reason in my mind i feel like they they're like she's doing it wrong yeah like she's gonna gonna call me out or something yeah so it doesn't have to be anything like overarching so but i think for me my career has definitely been the thing that's, like, been mm-hmm. the scariest just because, like, there's other people involved and, like, money, money involved and that's, like, I don't know, spooky. <laughs> no, I definitely feel you in that sense because I thought about it a bit more, too. And even with career, I think that would be the most spooky one for me just because I've always thought about, like, oh, how cool would it be to, like, have your own business or be your own consultant? But then you're, like, yeah, you feel like, am I providing? Like, because then it's all about, like, perception, too, mm-hmm. right? Like in order to provide like 
value to customers. You have to see your perceive your work as valuable too. So exactly. right. So Otherwise, you're like, not going to charge accordingly. If you think that you're not worth yeah. anything, then you're not going to make money like that so you could like, be making. Right. And that's the thing yeah. too. And it's like especially in career like if you're undercharging what you're offering then like people are gonna be like oh well that person like not doesn't, yeah like they don't think that what they're offering is like good enough to be yeah. worth money so like it's cheap and i don't want it <laughs> imagine that can be such a like a like a toxic cycle it really is you and know? even if you think about it in terms of like i just is just like an example like designer items like people mm-hmm. just like buy that because like those designers are just so confident they're like yeah i can charge two thousand dollars for a mm-hmm. purse you know what i mean yeah. and people are like okay it must be worth that like yeah if you're charging it like sure i'll buy it like Nobody obviously it. yeah exactly so i guess it's like the opposite of confidence imposter syndrome yep right much yeah like that's i feel like that's exactly probably the feeling is when you feel and it's interesting they brought up shame a lot um, because shame is such, like, an interesting thing. Like, I feel like people avoid shame at all costs. Yeah. That feeling. So I feel like with imposter syndrome, too, like, it just propels, like, you're just in this anxiety spiral that somebody's going to find you out. Yeah. That you don't know what you think. Exactly. You know. Like, I think for, like, in a work example, like, I'm always worried that someone will be, like, dissatisfied with whatever I did for them, whether it be, like, yeah. branding stuff or, like, their social media and that they're going to be, like, what are you doing? Like, this is shit. Like, yeah. you know, why am I paying you for this? Like, mm-hmm. I'm always worried that that's going to happen. Even though, like, I do the best, like, I do a good job, I feel like. But then I'm also like, it could be better. Yeah. No, even I feel like I experienced this a lot in my first probably two years at my career. Because I didn't know that this had a name. I just was like, I thought, like, even now, I kind of still look at the rest of the people this was more work, I guess. I'll, I'll start with work. But I would look at the p- rest of the people in my cohort, and mm-hmm. I'd be like, I'm the stupidest one out of them all. Like, by far, they have way more accounting knowledge than I do. Or going to clients, like, I would be like, they're going to look at me and be like, she knows nothing about accounting or something, yeah. you know? So I think I think everybody's inevitably going to feel imposter syndrome when you're starting something new. But I wonder when it goes away. Like, if it ever does. Like, I feel right now in my career, I feel less imposter syndrome in my career just because I think I you think start I've gotten to get more to confident a, yeah. in your own abilities. Yeah, that's yes. fair enough. I think, I don't know if mine's really gone away, maybe in some aspects, but in yeah. others, like, no, because there's always, like, new things happening and it's evolving. Your work is very subjective. Too. Yeah. And I don't know, but, like, the first time, like, I don't know if it ever goes away for some people. Because, like, the first time I ever really learned about what imposter syndrome was, Mm -hmm. it was, like, from this, like, girl that I watched on YouTube. And, like, she had gotten, like, been really growing, like, her YouTube stuff. And she had, like, a million subscribers. And she was, like, sometimes I feel like I, like, am not an actual, like, YouTuber. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever that means. But she's, like, I'd, like, you know what I mean? Like, she would still compare herself to like other people that she watched and see them as like oh they're like famous mm-hmm, like they're mm-hmm. like they made it on youtube and then she wouldn't even though she had like a million subscribers yeah and i just like that hit me because i was like what the heck like to me when i watch her i'm like oh she's just the same as other people i watch mm-hmm. like i see them all as the same like yeah level, like i guess but she didn't see herself as that so that's like really like made me like realize that for some people it just like never leaves yeah it doesn't matter how much success you have that's true it does seem as though like individuals who achieve more and more and more in life like say for example like uh like a celebrity I feel like I don't know where I heard this but it sounded like a lot of celebrities have imposter syndrome just because it is like the feeling of like undeserving like how come I like was this all just luck like they very undermine like the hard work that they had to put in to get there so I feel like I feel like you like I don't know maybe with like accounting for example it's like a 
set route of growth. Whereas your yeah. kind of growth is like you it's could do anything. Linear. Yeah. And there's no like square to be yeah. growing in, right? No, exactly. So I think that makes it hard to gauge like when am I gonna grow out of imposter syndrome? Like when have I Yeah. And I think it'll only get like even you think about it as an overarching theme of like adulthood, mm-hmm. like being an adult, you're like, oh my god, sometimes I feel like I'm like 15. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm actually 25 and I have a house and I have to pay bills. And you're like, how did I get here? Oh, yeah. Like, how did I make it this far? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, you still sometimes I think have, or like when you have to call like one of your parents for like help or something, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my god, I feel like such a, like, an idiot. Like, yes. Does other people have to call their mom when they need help on how to like clean the washing yes. machine or something like you know what I mean like you're like well am I just dumb like I know so I think it, it I think I'm sure people even feel that like later on in life when you have kids and stuff like you're like oh my god I'm a parent like no I'm mm-hmm. not like people are gonna realize I don't know what I'm doing but I think all parents like it's funny because like when you're a kid you think your parent knows yeah. everything right like you're like oh. oh my god my parents like know everything like how did they become like that like how did they just know mm-hmm. but then when you get to be older you realize they didn't actually know everything it's like this false perception of what everybody's lives are yeah and And i think that's one of the things with with imposter syndrome is that you feel like you're the only person that feels like that but i think the huge thing that people don't realize is that like probably most people feel the exact same way and everyone's just thinking that everyone else is judging them but if everyone just was like outright ability Mm -hmm. be like oh my god i'm stressed because i feel like i don't know what i'm doing then other people be like me too and then no one would be stressed but no one does that so (laughs) i'm in the midst of that right now lex because going through cpa to be honest like I feel the most amount of imposter syndrome I've probably ever ever felt in my life right now. And it all comes down to, like, we can get more into detail of, like, the names. But I compare myself to individuals who I'm, like, I assume that they just innately know way more than I do. Yeah. And then I'm, like, well, I'll just have to work, like, a million times harder to get to that level where they also might be feeling, like... Like those individuals, but we don't we don't talk to each other about it. Yeah. I've never, you know, You're so just then assuming it just that they propels know. Yeah. the imposter syndrome even more and more and more, and yeah. the anxiety just builds. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in the mix right now. Yeah, totally. Um, so some common kind of signs if you're like, I don't know, do I have imposter syndrome? Yeah. Um, I we I mean I did some research, so yes, <laughs> just having like general self doubt I think is a huge one. Yeah. Um, the inability to realistically assess your competence and skills. So like, yeah, thinking like, oh my god, I'm so dumb. Like mm-hmm. I don't know anything. Like instead of being realistic and being like, okay, like I actually do have a pretty good understanding of this. Like maybe mm-hmm. I'm not an expert, but you know what I mean. Like not cutting yourself some slack, I guess. Um, attributing your success to external factors. So saying like, oh, it's just luck, or mm-hmm. like they like you know, it didn't actually deserve it, but they just like made a mistake or whatever. Like not owning up to be like i deserve that yeah emotion i worked hard or whatever I put the time in um berating your performance yeah minimizing yeah or like not being able to take like a compliment yeah which is i'm so bad at that really um, yeah like people like for example like i will do like like a video or something and then i'll like i always send stuff that i do like to justine for like her feedback and stuff mm-hmm. and she'll be like oh my god like i love it like that's so good like that's like your best one yet or whatever and i'm just like really like yeah, you're like are you sure are yeah you like i was like okay thanks but like i do i don't believe it you know yeah. what I mean? so i've just been like wow you know what she's right mm-hmm. like you know um fear that you won't live up to expectations yes uh, which is huge i think especially that's like could be with family and your parents or mm-hmm. it could be with your employer or mm-hmm. even just yourself really yeah um overachieving so just like feeling like you need to like spend way more time than you do on something yes um sabotaging your own success 
and then setting really challenging goals and then feeling disappointed when you fall short. Kiba, isn't this like all how society has conditioned us to be? Yeah. Like you can't be too like quote unquote cocky when you do something good. You yeah. have to like minimize it yeah. to make other people feel comfortable or yeah. or like overachieving is is the goal always. Yeah. And that's such a mind fuck because I feel like from the fucking age we've been in kindergarten, this has been fucking put in our brains. Like, yeah. ooh, it makes me mad. I it's know. Like we've been conditioned. I know, you know, it's crazy. Yeah. And also minimizing. I feel like I'm bad for that. Like, I really saw that one where I, like, try to be like, it's not a big deal. Like, I just, you know, like, kind of mm-hmm. did this thing. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Whereas, like... And I think people also have, like, kind of been conditioned that, like asking for help or asking questions is like a bad thing so then instead of just like if you're feeling like uneasy about something like let's say back to like a workplace example like Mm -hmm. you're like okay like I don't know how to do this but like I don't want to ask my manager because then they're gonna think I'm dumb dumb and they're gonna be like oh my god this bitch does not know what she's doing yeah and like then you just kind of like try and struggle through it and it causes you way more anxiety and stress whereas if you just gone to them and been like hey like I don't really know what to do they probably wouldn't care at all and they're probably like been in that situation themselves at some point in their career but like everyone just has this like sense that they can't look bad so you just have to try and like be something you're not <laughs> i feel like everybody remembers their a time in their life where because i feel like this was also conditioned into us when we were young because in school if you ask something that was quote-unquote like dumb either like the class would like laugh at you yeah and so then or i don't know it's sometimes just, like, teachers would even get like annoyed if you asked like a question that they'd like, they'd be like i just said that or something yeah. or whatever but like i mean pay attention but <laughs> yeah also like it happens like you just don't get something which i think is like happens to everybody mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, like, that expectation that you should just innately understand, yeah. which is another shitty feeling. Yeah. Well, I think it's so. even, like, people don't like starting something new or starting yes. over because they hate being, like, inexperienced or uneducated. Mm-hmm. Like, starting a new job is scary, so, like, a lot of people stay at their job that they hate because they feel comfortable there. At mm-hmm. least they know what to do because every time you start a new job, you're, like, the new person mm-hmm. and you have to, like, learn how they work there. Exactly. Same with, like, relationships. Like, people stay in shitty relationships because, like, oh, I don't want to start over and have to, like, mm-hmm. learn all about a new person and, like, you know, yeah. that's a whole other thing. Or, like a new hobby it's like oh i've always wanted to learn this instrument but i don't want to be like a new and like bad yeah. yeah so it's like it's in every aspect of your life and i think even with fitness too like we said to the gym oh, that's so, so many people don't do like a certain like go to the gym or start mm-hmm. a sport or do any kind of physical activity because they feel they're gonna get judged yeah but it's also shitty how people do judge a, do judge because like i'm sure all of us have done it like i feel like i for sure probably like, I've definitely done it where you see somebody who's definitely new to something, like, and you're just like, oh, boy, here we go. But then I'm like, that's so mean. Like, yeah, you know, because then it just propels the toxic cycle. And then I think then that's what you think of whenever you are starting yeah. something new and then you start getting that imposter syndrome because you think, like, oh, my God, like. I've judged somebody. I've, so, so they're, they're going to judge me. Yeah. I guess it all, all the reconciliation starts within us, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I definitely agree with all of those. Um, yeah, I think uh, just feeling never enough. Like, I kind of just wrote down a couple that, um, stood out to me. And I just think, like, definitely I feel like I minimize using language just like, oh, it's just this. Or, oh, maybe, you know, like, yeah. you you minimize yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought the never enough one, too, or... Um, you've only never s- enough, <laughs> never, never. Oh, okay, never I was like, like, what song is this? For me. Uh, is this the greatest showman yeah yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. big Um, fans over here no i kind of was thinking about different different times where 
I, I don't know, like, there was one time where I felt like, I don't know, do you ever feel like you deserve any of the things that come to you? I don't know, that feels a weird, that's a weird uh, feeling. I don't know. It's funny because remember, like, a long time ago, we had those episodes where we saw that psychic, and yeah. she said that, like, instead of focusing so much on gratitude and gratefulness, I should focus on worthiness okay, and yeah. feeling worthy of things that happen to you. Yeah. Which I've always, like, thought about that, like, it's so interesting. How do you feel worthy? Like, I'm just trying to think because, like, there was a time where, okay, this is this is the only example coming to my mind. So yeah. when I failed core two of my CPA and then I rewrote it and passed, mm-hmm. I felt, like, looking back now, I feel like the the past makes sense just because, like, I can reflect and be like, okay, hey, you know what, you took the right steps, you worked hard, that makes sense. But then there's, like, other situations non-academically because I feel like anything academic, like, I feel I have to work really hard in order to deserve it. And then mm-hmm. when I do accomplish it, I don't really have imposter syndrome because I was like, I worked hard. But then in other situations, say, for example, like, I don't know, maybe aesthetics sometimes when people like mm-hmm. say like, oh, you're just lucky because you have this. Yeah. And then I don't feel worthy and then I minimize. Yeah. You know? No, that's so I fair. Think in different ways or like the house situation because mm-hmm. it wasn't like something I felt like I um worked to accomplish i minimize it and yeah. i'm like oh it wasn't even no like it's not even yeah. something or I some was... people are like whoa you bought a house yeah and you're just like oh yeah i guess like, yeah yeah so i don't know how how to make yourself feel worthy of things but mm-hmm. i guess it's what you value yeah i, I think don't know. so it's hard it's a weird complex hey yeah i think it also depends too on like how much work you put into something like obviously when you pass your cpa you're gonna be like hell yeah, like, I freaking did this, like, I deserve this because you put in so much time and energy, but, like, I think, mm-hmm. for example, like, when you think of, I don't know, like, the like house situation, a nice yeah, you got, you are in a great relationship, and some people might look at that and be like, oh my god, like, she she's so that. lucky, like, she has, mm-hmm. like, a, such mm-hmm. a healthy relationship, and, like, whatever, like, I wish I had that, whatever, and you might look at that and just be like, oh, whatever, like, it, go find a guy then, mm-hmm. you know or what I mean, because it's like, not like you felt yeah. like it wasn't a lot of work for you to, mm-hmm. like, to like find a guy and like build a relationship because it was like you you weren't like oh my god this is so strenuous yeah you know what I mean or even like looking at other like say your friends in a shitty relationship and then you question yourself being like man she's just as good of a person as I am like why did I get so lucky to meet this person when she's stuck with that dink yeah yeah so it's such a like it is weird because a lot of sometimes things are out of your control yeah. That, you know, Sorry. like, how come how come she met somebody at this time and you met this person at this time? Yeah. Why are you in two different situations? Like, it's almost because you can't measure it. Like, you're not, like, yeah. able to be like, well, A plus B equals C. Like, mm-hmm. I did this, this, and this, so I got a nice boyfriend. But you did this, this, and this, and you didn't get a nice boyfriend. Like, yeah. it doesn't... I think that's why people are so, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's just comparison, I think, is a huge aspect of it, is comparing yourself to other people, which yeah. you shouldn't. You should just compare yourself to your own successes, like... But don't you feel like it's even more escalated now with, like, if you look at, like, GPAs get more competitive and this and, like... Oh, yeah, like, the world makes it really hard to not compare yourself to everybody because Mm -hmm. of that, like, social media or, like... You're held in competition. Yeah, exactly. But you kind of have to, like, try to look past that, which is easier said than done, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. So, when it comes to the imposter syndrome, there's, like, I guess five different types. Yes. Um, So, we both kind of picked one that we felt sort of best represented the us same? in different situations maybe i think i might know yours what is it is it, it the perfectionist it is oh i just knew it guess mine <laughs> first but then i'll let you talk about yours what do you think i am um let me see well this one's my biggest insecurity i'd say okay the superhero no oh the natural genius. yeah that's yeah, my biggest no, insecurity. i was between those two 
Okay, so the perfectionists for my one, they say, or the definition, I guess, was just the perfectionists are never satisfied and always feel like their work could be better. Rather than focusing on their strengths, they tend to fixate on the flaws or the mistakes, and it often leads to a great deal of self pressure and high amounts of anxiety yeah which is so true and like i've talked about this like in therapy (laughs) before because i just have always been somebody who's like pretty hard on myself in a lot of aspects Mm -hmm. and i'm kind of somebody who i actually talked about this with my naturopath because she like got it is a thing she like she was able to like pull this out of when she did this weird thing that she does with these vials anyways (laughs) she was able to like pull this out that i have this issue where like I constantly feel inadequate and like I'm in a state where like I'm not where I want to be quote mm-hmm. unquote kind of thing like I'm like oh well like I haven't achieved what I want to achieve in certain aspects yeah. kind of thing instead of just being content with like where I'm at currently and being like wow like I have so much going on that's good in my life mm-hmm. like I have a good relationship and I have like my dream job and like all the stuff and instead I'm like oh my god like I need to be more fit and I need yeah. to be you know making more money and I need to be doing this like I it's hard because you, you just always yeah. feel like you could be doing better. Yeah, and you like fixate on the yeah on the bad okay, things yeah. and the mistakes and the like with my financial stuff. Like I've learned so much and I'm like in a good place. Like yeah. as far as like my money mindset, but I fixate on the fact that I fucked up earlier and I'm like fuck, mm. I have to pay off this loan because I had to. I was in debt and all this stuff, and then I just I can't just be proud of like where I've come, yeah. how far I've come. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely. Are you able to? look at stuff in hindsight or do you feel like you never take time to appreciate because like right now say for example with the debt you're in the thick of it so you're not it's harder to get yeah. that perspective to be like well oh, I accomplished that but like like do you ever have anything that you look at from the past that you're just like fuck yeah I accomplished that or do you kind of just keep moving and you never there's like does anything stand out in your mind where you're just like not really like I don't think I take enough time definitely to like do that like yeah I think personal growth I have yeah in a lot of ways like i'll look back and be like oh wow like i'm a much more confident person yeah in myself as far as what i used to be but so yeah i don't know there's definitely like certain aspects but no i think i'm definitely the kind of person that during it i can't see yeah. it until it's done with yeah if that makes sense i think it, like something that i'm becoming your therapist all of a sudden I want to, <laughs> but i feel like something that would be like good for you and even like just seen with farago or just yourself would be like it feels so good to almost have like a fun checklist once you've finished a project to like yeah to like write down like fuck yeah I accomplished that you know Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like little like ways to almost like celebrate the things that you've accomplished even if it's small things like even if like going back let's say to a fitness example you're new to the gym you're just getting into it you know let's say you upped the weights on Mm -hmm. your squat rack while you're doing something like reward yourself and like uh, celebrate the fact that you did that you know like a mean? tangible checklist yeah exactly so it's like oh wow i went to the gym three days this week and yeah. this is the third week in a row that i've done that like that's mm-hmm. freaking great like i can't believe i did it like just trying to be more excited about the small things yeah no i agree <laughs> instead I think... of the the final destination yes because also some certain things don't have like a final no. destination and you're always going to keep evolving so then you're never going to feel satisfied no because you're always going to be reaching for the next thing like if you're in your job and you're like okay, I can't wait to get the promotion and be this. Mm-hmm. But then once you get that promotion, you're just going to be like, okay, like, what's the next step now? Yeah. So you're never really going to be able to just, like, enjoy and, like, celebrate the things that you've achieved. Yes. If that makes sense. No, I definitely agree with you, Lex, there. This is, like, such an interesting thing to talk about. But, um, okay, so mine is the natural genius, as you have guessed. And basically that's just 
<laughs> you believe that you need to be a natural genius in order to do anything. Like, it's it's shaming if you don't just know things. Mm-hmm. It's not just something that comes quickly to you. And if it's something that you try one time and you're not good at it, it can, like, turn you off. Or just feel like you're inadequate. Yeah. And so I feel like I feel that a lot. I, I It's so funny I think about this a lot. But in my career, in a sense, because, like, I feel like... I feel like I don't deal with the perfectionist aspect as much. Sometimes I'm able to just be like, that's like one thing I've learned through CPA is like one of the skills is like, you can't like say I'm writing a case. You're never going to have time to have it perfect. So you have to keep rolling. So I'm pretty good at that. But, um, for not feeling like something can really turn me off if I just, if I'm not good at it. Like, and I think so back, I think back to like elementary school, this is my first memory of this was like in grade three and you would do those mad minutes. Mm -hmm. Right. And I've just never been like a really quick, innately yeah. mathematically like. But then I'm thinking I just was conditioned to think that way because yeah. I had you just a bad told experience. yourself that you were. Yeah, yeah. I had one bad experience, so I innately was like, I'm not good at this. But I'm assuming like if I would have just practiced, yeah, and and gotten over that fear. But I think the fear propelled me to think yeah. like, oh, if you're not just naturally good at something, like why fucking do it? Mm-hmm. And I think another thing too with like the natural geniuses is like they tend to set sort of like a really lofty goal and then they feel like really crushed if they don't achieve it on the first try like i'm thinking like with your cpa for example like obviously nobody wants to like fail a module Mm -hmm. but it happens a lot of people do and it doesn't mean you're not going to get the designation it doesn't mean you're gonna fail the whole course yeah but it just means like okay you didn't do this one on the first try but like you pass it the next Mm -hmm. time and you passed all the other ones and like it's fine Mm -hmm. but in the moment it's like oh my god i'm such a fucking idiot yeah (laughs) even though it's like no one else thinks that they're like oh that's like so shitty but like you'll get it next time type thing right like yes i just i hate that and i look at people like, even with taking up golf. Mm-hmm. Like, something... At first, I was pretty good. At first, I was, like, had no expectation to be good at it. But then as soon as I put in an expectation, yeah. then I get pissed that Once I you started trying, you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm putting an effort into this, so I should be good. <laughs> yes, it's like A plus B should equal C. And, yeah. it, and when it doesn't, it doesn't compute in my brain, which is so frustrating. Yeah. So I think, I think it all just comes down to, like, I think this is something I've actually been working on in the past couple of years, probably because... I've been trying to f- push myself to do things that I know takes time to learn and is going to take a lot of, like, repetition. Like, mm-hmm. like for example, golf. Or, for example, like, CPA is something, like, I have to work at every day. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. Or, like, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that I've been wanting to try. Oh, like, my investing journey. Like, yeah. I, it was not innate. And I yeah. feel like a lot of times at the beginning I would have, like, a quote-unquote allergy to something and I would avoid it at all costs because yeah. I didn't want to be bad at it. Yeah. But now I'm trying to change my perspective to be, like, nope like if it's gonna take you a million times to learn it we're gonna we're gonna take every minute of Mm -hmm. that million minutes to learn it like i think it's also important too just to remember that everyone else kind of was like in your shoes at one point because i think another thing with imposter syndrome is that you all you assume that everybody else just like naturally was perfect at that thing Mm -hmm. first try but like most people do not just have like a natural talent for something yeah most people have to work hard in order to achieve something like mm-hmm. let's say you look at the olympics just finished yes, you look so at like motivating. an olympic swimmer and you're like, oh my god they just like had the right body type and they had like the knack yes. for swimming but like no that person had to work so fucking hard to be that good at it like no one could just walk off the streets and be good like they yeah. had to work hard yes. so i think it's just like you try to make yourself feel like 
better almost being like oh well they must have just naturally been good at that yeah you know what I mean yeah like discredits like yeah no I agree and I think the only way to like get over that is when people admit like no it was fucking hard like I have to do this that and this like when you think of I don't know what basketball player was but I'm pretty sure it was like basically in order to be the best like they don't leave the the hoops (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) no it's true but yeah like anyone anything that anyone's ever achieved that's like an accomplishment you had to work for it like things don't just fall into your lap even elon musk yeah even he's a genius but he still had to like work work hard and do things no i agree agree. okay well let's do a quick little summary of some ways maybe that you can kind of like get over your imposter syndrome if you've got it so i would say number one is acknowledge that you have it yes (laughs) so maybe you've learned that you have it when you listen to this um there's also some quizzes you can do online apparently if you just search up like do i have imposter syndrome on google there's like some websites that have little like quizzes that ask you questions and if you like answer them a certain way Mm -hmm. it says yeah you probably do I think, okay, this is, like, a big stretch. I'm not a psychologist, but I feel like everybody has it to a tiny bit of a degree in some aspect of your life. Nobody is 1,000% confident in every single thing that they ever have done. No. I think that's... Life's always changing. There's always something new that you're not... That's new to you. I think that's totally fair. Um, Another thing to remember is that we've said this earlier, but, like, that you're not the only one. Yeah. I feel like tons of people go through this and, what, like we just said, every single person, but, like... If you're at work and you feel like an idiot, remember that there's other people sitting at their desk probably also feeling yeah. like an idiot right then and there. So Exactly. <laughs> and, um, and it's, I don't know. I just feel like what's worse, just like, I, I mean, I've learned that it's worse to just try to fucking muddle something together and then it would have saved me like 45 hours if I just asked. Exactly. You know? Just don't be afraid to ask questions no. and like ask for help if you need it. Um, or just ask for feedback even too. Like if you're oh, in yeah. more of like my career where it's a little bit more like creative like there's not really a right and wrong like mm-hmm. just ask and be like hey like what do you think of this like i'm kind of like not loving this like mm-hmm. i need some feedback and then someone could be like oh my god it's perfect don't change a thing and then you're like okay yeah it no, saves I know. you so much time just like dicking around and making it worse than it was in the beginning so yeah that's very true <laughs> yeah um for me realize that you aren't perfect and you're never gonna be like, that's there's, such a hard fucking pill to swallow i know like, there's always gonna be things like i always think i'm like okay if i got my finances straightened out and i yeah. got skinny then my life would be perfect uh, i'm like no it wouldn't there'd be other thing. shit going yeah. on that i'd be like ah, oh, now there's this mm-hmm. you know what i mean like just yeah. because those two things in my life maybe are like the thing that bothers me the most right now mm-hmm. like that doesn't mean that though that's going to solve everything if no. i fix those things no i feel that all the time i think everybody feels that way which is so hard i think humans are like innately programmed to like keep achieving yeah quote unquote striving achieving, for the best striving for more and more yeah. and more so i, totally... I don't think we'll ever be happy yeah sad <laughs> <laughs> <Not> truth <laughs> Um, also to let go of some of your excess self-importance. What's that mean? So, I think it's just, like, it's not all... Yeah, like, it's just stop being so, like, in your head and, like, Mm. about yourself. Because, like, Mm -hmm. think about, like, there's other people and, like, people don't think... Like, basically, it's, like, not everyone is, like, judging you and thinking about you. (laughs) Nobody really gives a shit what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, people do care, obviously. But, like, at your job, not everyone is gonna be like, oh my god, like, Haley didn't pass your CPA module. Like, no one cares. Or, like, at the gym. Yeah. Not Not everyone's staring at you. Like, they have their own shit to do. Like, no one cares about your life as much as you care about it. So, like, just remember that. That's a good one. (laughs) I feel like... I feel like that's a really good one. I yeah. like that a lot. Um, we also said earlier, too, but to take note of your achievements and I think yeah. celebrate the small things along the way. Yeah. Um, also, focus on providing value, which I think is really important. Like, Always. I just think even, like, in my career, 
I'm thinking like, okay, like think of all the clients I've had in the past that have been so happy that I've helped, Mm -hmm. I've helped them achieve like something that they've been wanting to do for a long time, like starting their business and being able to like brand it and stuff and like making their like vision come to life. Like Mm -hmm. that's so cool that I got to do that. So like, I just guess provide, this is my value that I'm providing to society, (laughs) to these people's lives. You know what I mean? No, I agree. I think that's like a really important one because like, I mean, I'll just interject mine right in the middle here, but I feel like, um, it ties into this when you, my therapist said this too, like keeping an ongoing like binder and writing down stuff that like you're confident in. So like if you had a good project and you knew like you could have a page that would be like work related confidence and you have like a project with like me and you achieve, you know, you built this epic website and I was so happy you could literally write down, I provided this for Haley and she was so like, it it was so valuable. So then you have a tangible thing to look at and be like, oh, like when you're self-deprecating being like nothing I do nothing yeah you can read it and you're like okay yes like yeah I think that's a big one yeah I agree uh, another one is just to be honest with your limitations I think so like don't uh-huh. get it over your head I don't know what do you mean by that like um, I just think like be honest like in both senses oh, okay, like don't okay. say like if your boss is like hey can you do this report okay, and you're yeah. like I have no idea what that is and just yeah. be like sure I can do that report and then you're like oh no yes. I don't know how to do it like be honest with yourself and be like no like I don't know how to do that so then like be mm-hmm. honest or in the other sense of things like don't undermine yourself and yeah. say like oh well, like I'm not going to be able to do that even yeah. though like you probably could figure it out and do it you know what yes. I mean like you have Both to just ways. like assess your own like self and be like can I challenge myself a little bit and do this or yeah. if you're like no, this is actually going to be, like, really stressful, and I have no idea. Yes. You have to just be honest with yourself, like, either way. Yeah. I think that's a really good one, because I think a lot of people at work will just be like, I will do that to make you happy. Yeah, or going back to the gym thing, like, don't freaking hurt yourself and be like, I can lift (laughs) a thousand pounds and then, like, break your back. Like, don't do that. But also, don't be freaking curling two-pound weights. If you know you could do more. If you know you could do more. Like, push yourself a little bit, right? So I think it's just, like, self-assessment. Definitely. I think self-assessment is key for all of this. Um, another one I like this, it was consider every new venture as an experiment. So then you don't get frustrated if you're not good. Like, just like, I'll try it. We'll see what happens. You're not like, I'm going to become a pro golfer. You're like, let's see what golf is. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I definitely Just looking at things in like a different way, I think it is. Just change your perspective a bit. I think so too, because I don't know. I think as soon as my perspective with golf, for example, is a good one, switch to like higher expectations. It just no good anymore. So I think, yeah, just... And our naturopath said something about this because um, she, like, the reason she, like, loves her career and I think she's so confident in her career is because everything's an experiment and she's always trying to solve a puzzle. Yeah. And so she's never, like, some of her stuff's really woo-woo and I feel like a lot of people would be like, this is fucking, I don't know. Yeah. But I think because she's so confident because she's just like, nope, we're just trying everything out yeah. here. Yeah, and like, if she gave you, like, a remedy or something to do and you came back and you're like, oh, I'm not really seeing results and she'd just be like, okay, let's we'll try this instead. Yeah. She wouldn't be like, oh, I'm such an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I think that's really cool. She's actually probably a pretty good role model for yeah, a lot of this. I, I think agree. that's interesting. Um, also, to notice when you're comparing yourself to others. So I guess just, like, catch yourself and be like, yeah. stop doing that. It's easier okay. said than done, but... But this is bad legs, because sometimes I'm like, I don't know if this is... I don't know what fucked up thing is going <laughs> on up in here. For example, with girls on Instagram, like, I justify it and be like, this is good for it you, feels Haley. This you. is good. Like, yeah. fucking be better. And that's oh. so fucked. Like, that's a, probably another episode. Probably. <laughs> There's probably an underlying theme there, issue that we have to uncover. But yeah, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. Oh, gosh. Off. And then the last w- little tip is to nurture a growth mindset instead of a fixed mindset. So just remember mm-hmm. that you're always growing and changing and yeah. learning and that you don't... It It's kind of going back to that that aspect of that, like, 
you're not just born yeah good at something and bad at another thing yeah, right like yeah. i'm not born being good at art and bad at science yes. like i could work hard and i could learn and i could be good at science if i wanted to exactly but i just i'm kind of the same with you with math i was like i just don't understand science it's just not the way my brain yeah. works like people just like say that about themselves you hear that all yes. the time like oh it's just not the way uh, my brain works like i just don't think that way to think but like yeah. no you can do whatever the fuck you want to do well that's the thing is i just feel like from i mean it must something must have happened i think it's shame i think like i had a situation where i wasn't good at something Mm -hmm. and then innate and then you kind of get shamed and then it also i think it's a coping mechanism it just helps you feel better to be like oh well my brain's just not programmed to do math so like that's why totally it is right it it justifies it it to yourself so that you don't be like oh i just like fucked up (laughs) and then yeah you don't feel like you have an expectation to be good at math because you're like i'm not good at it yeah so oh well Yeah. yeah i totally agree no i feel like it's a lot it's like a big thing to unpack and i think it's a lot of I think it's a very relatable topic for a lot of people, no matter what you're dealing with in mm-hmm. life. Like, yeah, and it's shitty because we just make it worse by showing our snapshots of our achievements without um, showing the underlying process of how you yeah. got there. I totally agree. Yeah, because that's the thing. Social media makes it worse because you're just showing a highlight reel. So then someone's like, "Oh my god, that person just like started their business and they're just like rich all of a sudden." And they like just yeah. how did they even do that? Like I've yes. been working in like I haven't been able to achieve that, but like they probably had been working too, but they were just like only going to show once they achieved it right they're not going to show like all the failed attempts oh yeah even right now with cpa there's good no fucking way i'd be posting a picture right now and then i was (laughs) only gonna post when i one day when i passed right like it's like i don't want people to and then it's that's bad yeah right i'm just propelling the yeah (laughs) i definitely agree (laughs) i don't know i'd be interested to hear if if you're feeling opening to open to sharing what kind of imposter syndrome you might experience yeah like where have you seen it in your life totally and also if you've had that in your life like have any of you guys found a way to kind of like get out of that mindset and overcome it because i think some are easier to overcome than others like perfectionism is a tough one yeah and that's like like something that stems from like childhood like usually people that are perfectionists like myself in certain aspects like that's something like in art class in like grade two i would like judge other other kids art and be like oh my god mine is way better than theirs and then like if i did something bad yeah. that didn't look good I'd be like i'm an idiot like yeah yeah you know like, what i mean how could i even what who am i I'm supposed oh, to is... be an artiste yeah this is the end of me <laughs> yeah so it was in certain aspects i'm definitely like that yeah or i, think I just anybody, have to be good i think anybody who excels at something yeah has got a bit of that in them, in them right yeah how else, how else how else would you get there but it's all just i think it's just a big thing in life that I didn't know about until Lex brought it to my attention, but... Yeah. Well, we hope you guys learned something. Yes! Because I know I did. Okay, So, hopefully your week is filled with a lot of ABBA. Yep. And maybe some football events. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. But anyways... We'll see you guys next time. Bye!